You're listening to the Redeemer London podcast. For more information, visit our website at redeemerlondon.org. Great, thanks ever so much, Josh. Yes, we're doing Fruit of the Spirit as a series. And um, we have a guy called Steve, uh, part of the church, who's written a poem for each one of the nine fruit. And this week it is being read by James. So thank you, James. The fruit of the Spirit is patience. If you like your fruit soft and sweet, you need to slowly segment it with patience. However, if you prefer the early bite of hurry, the bitter crunch of time is money, then pick it early because we don't all have all the time in the world. But we do all have better things to do with our time, which you will have heard is of the essence. However, if you like your fruits soft and sweet, then sit in the shade of the tree, sit at his pierced feet and listen to his patience. Thank you so much, James. Mm, Thank you. And now we're going to hand over to Kayla, who is going to bring the Bible reading for today from the book of Galatians. So thank you so much, Kayla. Hey church, today we're reading from Galatians chapter 5 verses 16 to 26. So I say, live by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you're led by the spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. We believe the Bible is God's word. We're loving this series. Yes. I don't know if you remember John Stott. uh, We felt challenged by his prayer right at the beginning. We want to know the presence of God, the power of the cross of Jesus and the fruit ripening in our lives. This week, we're going to be looking, obviously, at the fruit of patience. And I'm delighted that Ross is going to be speaking to us today. Well, good morning, everyone. It is uh, fantastic to to be here with you all, uh, albeit virtually, and I'm delighted uh, that we can uh, talk about uh, Sermon 4, Talk 4 of the the series that we've been doing on the fruit of the Spirit. And uh, yeah, just to recap on the last few weeks, you know, we've been talking about this really key passage in Galatians 5, uh, as you've just heard read out by Kayla. And... uh, you know, essentially, these are uh, the attributes of God. The fruit of the Spirit is the, the attribute uh, attributes of God. And um, not only that, they are 
things that come out, there are things that are produced in our lives by the Spirit. You know, we as Christians have this, uh, have the Spirit living within us. And so when we live by the Spirit, when we walk uh, by the Spirit, these things manifest themselves uh, in our lives. And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, patience. And uh, really the, the key theme of today is God is patient with us. Therefore, we also must be patient. God is patient with us. Therefore, we also must be patient. Now, as I was uh, preparing for this talk over the last couple of weeks, I was just thinking about uh, society and, and the culture that we now live in. And uh, you know, really, a lot of the way that we are set up in society is all based around instantaneous gratification. And, and we know that. You know, if we order something off the internet or, or Amazon, there's next day delivery uh, or, or next hour delivery even. Um, there are all kinds of people promising quick results without the hard work. You know, beach body in two weeks. Uh, you know, six pack abdominals in, in two weeks. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so all these, all these things are promising quick uh, results without uh, hard work, without having to really wait for it. And, uh, you know, even in my own life, I was thinking, you know, I think it was two weeks ago, uh, myself and my wife, Hannah, we, uh, we did an order uh, for groceries at Sainsbury's. And so uh, we did the, the click and collect. So you order online and then you drive in. And usually it's a very smooth process of uh, parking up your car. They come with all of your um, shopping. They put it in your, your car and then you're gone within a few minutes. Well, this time we showed up and uh, it was very clear that uh, something had gone wrong. Um, and the, the staff there were dealing with a whole backlog of orders. There, there was confusion. There was a whole queue of, of cars, you know, parked next to each other. Um, people were outside of their cars uh, looking frustrated. And uh, and soon enough, we, we also were waiting there. Um, and it was clear our, our order wasn't going to um, uh, be processed very quickly. Um, and we were talking amongst ourselves like, you know, oh, should we, should we complain? Should we say, okay, call us when you're actually ready? And, uh, and really, we only waited there about 25 minutes and, and finally they brought us our, our shopping and we were on our way. But, uh, you know, really reflecting back on that, you know, I really realized just the, the impatience, you know, that I have in, in my life in, in so many different areas. And I think as we reflect on this area, I think we can all recognize that there are uh, areas that we can be showing more patience. But before we kind of discuss this any, any further, you know, what do we really mean by patience? And, and what does the Bible mean by patience, uh, particularly in this, in this passage in Galatians? Well, the, the word I want to focus on uh, today is macrothumia. Now, this is a, a Greek word that is used in uh, Galatians 5 when it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. And macrothumia is uh, essentially directly translated, it means long anger, long anger. Uh, and, and essentially, the, the sense of this is delayed anger. So putting off 
uh, of anger when you're going through a situation. Uh, and, and some older translations of the Bible, they will use uh, long-suffering as, as the English word, um, or forbearance, also a, another one used. Um, but probably the, the most recognized uh, use of, of, of macrothumia would be patience. And so patience has a lot to do with anger. Um, Tim Keller, in fact, he he defines patience like this. Patience is uh, suffering without retaliation. So refusing to retaliate, and, and we can retaliate through a number of different ways, whether that's self-pity, anger, and bitterness. So patience has a lot to do with anger, but it also has a lot to do with suffering, um, a, 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 an enduring of suffering is, uh, in its essence, patience. Now, a couple of years ago, um, when I was uh, when I was still at university, so actually quite a few years ago, um, I was talking with one of my friends, and he was a, a really keen sportsman. He performed at a very high level in in football, and uh, we were we were talking about sport and what it takes to succeed in sport. And and he put it down to this. He said, Ross, you know, if you, you know, for anyone who wants to really succeed in sport, uh, they need to know how to suffer, uh, know how to suffer. Um, and essentially what he was saying is, you know, if you can face into that pain, if you can have the discipline to put yourself through really strenuous uh, situations in order to progress in sport, you know, you will be successful. And I think there's a there's a parallel uh, with that concept uh, with with all of our lives, and essentially, you know, there's a lot of suffering in life in general, and, and particularly for us as Christians, you know, we aren't exempt from that. In fact, the Bible promises that we we will suffer, we will we will face suffering in our lives as followers of Jesus. And in fact, in Acts fourteen twenty two. It says, through many tribulations, through many hardships, we will enter the kingdom of heaven. And so it's really important to, to remember that when we consider this uh, topic of patience. So patience has to do with a delaying of anger and also uh, suffering. But why should we be patient? Why should we be patient? Why does the Bible call us to be patient? Well, the, the first reason is that uh, patience is an element of God's character, as we have said. And uh, so we as Christians, God's chosen ones, are called to emulate his character in, in all of these ways. And, and patience is one of those ways. It says in Colossians 3.12, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So we, we must be patient because patience is an element of God's character. But we also must be patient because God is patient with us. Throughout the Old Testament, you know, we see the Israelites who constantly disobey God. And God calls them to repentance. Uh, and often they, they do repent. Um, but then they go straight back into sin. And it's almost this cyclical process that continues on and on and on for, for hundreds of years. Um, but we also see that in our, in our own lives. And, and I think it's important to recognize that, you know, God has to also be continually patient with us. You know, Romans 3.23 says that 
all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. You know, we, we, are, we are always um, not living up to his requirement in, in a lot of different ways in our life. And he is continually patient with us. And thirdly, we must be patient because we follow in Christ's example. When Christ came to earth, he had to show patience in all kinds of ways, not least of which on the cross. And in fact, Christ died, it says in Romans, Christ died in order that we might bear fruit for God. And and again, patience is one of those areas. And so we've talked about uh, what patience is, this this, uh, concept of macrothumia. Uh, We've talked about why we should be patient. But um, how can we grow in patience? You know, what are the steps that we can take to to grow in this area? Um, Well, I think Galatians is pretty clear about that, that the Spirit empowers us when we walk by the Spirit. So the Spirit is the one who enables us to grow in patience. In Galatians 5.16, one of the verses that Kayla just read, says this, But I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And it says later in verse 25, Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. So living by the Spirit will enable us to grow in patience. Um, And one of the ways we live by the Spirit is by reading the Word of God. The Word of God that has been inspired by the Holy Spirit is one of the principal ways that God communicates to us. Another way of of living by the Spirit is talking with God, having a rich prayer life, carving out time every day to communicate with our Father in heaven. And another way of of living by the Spirit is by belonging to uh, the body of Christ, which is his church. You know, having fellowship with others, uh, in in the church, having opportunities for for them to speak into our lives, for them to be used by the Spirit to correct ways uh, in our life that that we might have gone astray, and so this is how this we not only live by the Spirit, but how the Spirit empowers us to grow in patience. Um, but as we've heard over the last few weeks, this is a a gradual process. It is not instant gratification. And so what what are the areas in our life um, that we really need to seek patience? You know, perhaps as I've been talking, you know, you've you might have been reflecting on um, an area or a, a person or a situation in your life where you really need God's help to be patient. Now, maybe it is with uh, other people around you. You know, during this time of uh, coronavirus over the last few months, you know, a lot of us have found ourselves in situations where we are um, essentially being forced to spend a lot more time with uh, family um, or, or relatives around us. Uh, you know, perhaps we've been spending time, more time with family than we ever have before and in very close confinement you know, we don't have the freedom to, to go out and um, get out of the house and do things like we have before. 
And you know, as we spend time with people and uh, particularly in this, this kind of close proximity, often friction can occur. And uh, there are more opportunities for arguments and for disagreement and for just you know being on being on top of each other. And so, you know, perhaps that's an area that right now, you know, you really recognize you, you need patience, you need God to help you. Maybe you are uh, really enduring a lot of suffering. You know, that could be in a, in, a, in a health issue, a recent one, or maybe perhaps one that you've been suffering with for many years. Maybe it is a, a financial a hardship that you are dealing with. Maybe it's mistreatment from other people that you're really having to put up with. There's this suffering that is in your life. Maybe you're waiting for God to speak to you, for God to uh, provide his guidance, his direction in your life, and you really haven't felt like you um, have been provided that, or that's very clear for you right now. I remember a time at work, which was probably the most difficult time I ever had at work, and it was a, a period of a year, where essentially I was put into a new role, um, which uh, was completely unplanned, and I didn't expect to find myself there. And essentially, throughout the year, I uh, put a lot of energy in, and I just did not feel like I was appreciated. I felt like I was undermined uh, constantly. You know, my confidence was at an absolute low. And I remember, you know, day after day of just really um, uh, not enjoying work, really just, uh, yeah, just dreading going back to work. And um, it was it was such a, a tough situation. Um, and I was wondering, you know, why, why am I going through this? And I, in fact, I actually considered just completely quitting my job and throwing in the towel um, and trying to find something else. But now, you know, as I look back on that time, I, I recognize, you know, God was really doing a work in my character. And whilst it wasn't clear at that time, I, I look back and and I realize um, actually some of the benefits that have come out of that time. Now, it's extremely hard when you're going through that to see that. Um, but God's timing is always perfect, even if it's not uh, how we expect it to come. Romans 5, uh, 3 to 4 says this, Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces Patience, patience, character, and character, hope. And uh, Jesus was the ultimate example of patience. You know, when he came to earth and he waited 30 years before he went into ministry, even though he knew his identity as God, he was constantly misunderstood. He was constantly um, accused of things that weren't true. He was uh, constantly mistreated right up to the point where he was crucified on the cross, all the while showing patience. And he was crucified on that cross for our sin. He took that upon himself so that we could be reconciled again to uh, God. And it was the same spirit in him that empowered him to be patient through all of that, that also lives in us, if we call ourselves followers of Christ. And I just wanted to finish uh, with these verses from Hebrews 12, 1 to 3, which, said, which say this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, 
Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. That is the example for us. Jesus, who endured the cross, he endured the opposition of sinners, and he empowers us by his Spirit to not grow weary and lose heart. And that is the call to us. Don't grow weary. Seek patience. Seek to walk and live by the Spirit. And the Spirit will empower us to be patient with others, to be patient through suffering, and to be patient to wait for the Lord's timing. God bless you.